the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Isn't it funny that we go through the month of January going, when will it end? When will it end? When will it end? Well, guess what? It's ending. After another week of homeschooling or walking around the same old streets in a five kilometre limit, looking at the same old faces or the through the same old windows as people homework. Welcome to January 2021, as we live in very, very weird times. But let's go back in time as we take a look at the week that was January 25th to 29th in music history. This was the week that Bob Dylan sold out in 2004. Mind you, he said in 1965 exactly who he'd sell out for. And it's exactly what he did. And the event that inspired the Boomtown Rats to write I Don't Like Mondays happened. We'll start in 1978 after changing their name from Warsaw as a sort of nod to David Bowie's Low album. Joy Division made their live debut. And here's some thoughts from the mind of Ian Curtis. Apart from the factory groups, we have, we have a lot to do with the other groups on factory. So we tend to play a lot of gigs with them. Groups like the Buscocks, uh, we knew them when we started, really. You know, when, when we sort of see them and talk to them, it's not very often. So we'd like to, you know... Manchester 2004, Bob Dylan was paid by Victoria's Secret to fly to Venice in Italy to film a TV advertisement in an ancient palazzo with a scantily clad model. Some fans were a bit upset that Bob would do a job like this, but in 1965, he said he would be doing exactly this. We're going to sell out to a commercial interest, which one would you choose? <laughs> Bob? Oh, ladies' garments. Back to 1965 and on January 26th, during the Rolling Stones tour of Australia and New Zealand, while in Brisbane, 50 fans jumped on stage and ripped the shirt off Keith Richards. Let's remind ourselves, though, of how it was when the Stones arrived down under. It was a frantic tour opening for the shaggy-haired Rolling Stones, the most popular group in England after the Beatles. Then, from their hiding place, five girls sprinted towards their idols, threatening to smother them before police intervened. Said the girls, though, it was worth it. This week, back in 1980, Prince made his American television debut on the big show American Bandstand. He was interviewed by host Dick Clark after his performance, and he was a disaster. He froze and couldn't reply to any of the questions he was asked. It's kind of cringy. You learned to do this in Minneapolis. Where? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is not the kind of music that comes from Minneapolis, Minnesota. No. I said there's something, uh, something about the effect that you made a couple of demonstration in records when you were a teenager. You, you're barely more than that now, are you? Nineteen. Nineteen. Well, you got another year to go before you graduate. How many years ago did you, did you make these demos and then uh, have offers on them? And why would you turn it down? Um, they wouldn't let me produce myself. But as we know, he found his voice. This week back in 1984, in fact on January 27th, Michael Jackson's hair caught fire while making a Pepsi commercial. 
from CNN. Michael Jackson and his brothers were shooting a Pepsi commercial. This, I believe, was on the sixth take of that commercial. And there was py- there were pyrotechnics. They went off too early when he was still at the top of the stairs. They weren't supposed to go off until he was uh, down below. But a spark hit his hair, ignited, and, and then you saw... He was clearly unaware that his hair was on fire for that entire way down the stairs. And then there was a a tremendous bald area where the hair and the skin were literally burned off, causing second and third degree burns. Back to 1968 and we find Jim Morrison in trouble. He visited a adult movie theatre in Las Vegas and was arrested for being drunk and disorderly. In fact, Jim was drunk and disorderly a lot in those days. From the stage... A lot of trouble here tonight. Adolf Hitler is still alive. Come out from behind that false mustache, Adolf. I know you're in there. And to 1978, when Fleetwood Mac's LP Rumours went to number one on the album chart in America and in the UK, where it sold over 15 million copies. And here's how Stevie Nicks remembers those times. So I was a waitress in January and I was a millionaire in, millionaire in October. So then we started rumors. And so we were a little more indulgent because we had some money and we could spend a little more time. So we started our songwriting process. And then we went in and, you know, everybody was breaking up. And of course, that always adds for really great songwriting. Here's one that always reads quite chilling 1978. 16 year old Brenda Spencer shoots dead two people and wounds nine others, firing at them from her house across the street in San Diego. Went on to inspire the song, I Don't Like Mondays. Why? Because when Brenda was asked why she did it, she said, I don't like Mondays. This is Brenda Spencer's mum. She was uh, always happy and uh, a good, good child, well-behaved, never had any problems in school. My little girl, and she's not a monster. And in 2006 this week, in fact, January 29th, Arctic Monkeys went to number one on the UK album chart with their debut album, Whatever People Say I Am, That's What I'm Not. Here's the band's Alex Turner. We started talking about like having a band and that when we were sort of hanging around and something to do. We were like, you know, well, um, we just started sort of like, let's have a band. I don't really know why, just some kind of to, to do something else. I suppose it like gives you something to just... You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's always like something to think about, something to talk about. And that is a look at the week that was from January 25th to January 29th. Thank you for checking out our little podcast. It happens every Friday and you can get more daily on Nova.ie. This is Marty Miller. Thanks for listening.